everybody. Welcome back to the Lodcast. I am finally back here today. It's been uh, nice being away from these um, lovely, lovely idiots for a while, but I'm back. So why don't we just get into our po- uh, podcast? I'm going to pass it off to Kuyo so he can Wait, wait, wait a minute. Before you do that, uh, I got to say, this is a very special spooky episode. It's going to be the only episode that really, well, the last episode to release in October. So I called the last one something spooky, but it wasn't spooky at all. But this is technically our Halloween episode, so we gotta... And luckily, guess who we have here? We have a guest who's vaguely Halloween-themed in his name. Uh, <laughs> as well as Spider-Man-themed, but that's beyond the point. Anyways, since Tox didn't do it, how Wait, is... Spider-Man isn't a Halloween character? I've been lied to my entire life! Alright, since since Tox didn't do it, how was everyone's week? We'll start with you, Biggie. How was your week? Or last two weeks? Uh, it's been good. Um, been utter butthole lately, so that's been fun. So uploading has been a nightmare. But yeah, I, I saw that. I, yeah, How about I, you? I saw that you missed one of your uh, your uploads because of the internet. But yeah, uh, my week. Um, it's been it's been hell the last two weeks. It was all midterms. Ninety uh, percent. <laughs> one of my professors uh, walked by me. Uh, and told me I to see not, him in, <laughs> and told me to see see him in his office because I'm pretty sure I did really bad on a test. No matter because like the class average for the test was a was a ten. So <laughs> out of a hundred, so did you guys just not go to class? Some guy didn't even show up <laughs> for the t- actual test. It was bad. So my 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 midterms are finally over. So that's kind of a relief. But yeah, it's it's been okay. How, how about you, Mister Tox? Uh, it was my birthday yesterday, so that was pretty nice. Um, I went out with a couple of friends. They threw me a surprise party. We uh, hey, had fun. That was good. All Fun right. times, you know. So so all oh, that. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can get on to the important person. We have a guest this week. The first one in in. Ages, uh, Mr. Green Goblin. Now, this is not some famous YouTuber. He's simply a gamer, like the rest yes. of us. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself, Mr. Green Goblin? Uh, yeah. What's going on? Uh, I'm a gamer, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I need to ask you before you go any further. Are you a gamer girl, though? No. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't talk to gamer nah. weebs. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I uh, need it, new bath is, water. Damn it! Is is there I anything? You up. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> is, is there anything you would like to advertise, like that you do that people can look into on the internet? Uh, looks on um, you. I don't do anything. I mean, they can uh, hit me up on. Twitter, I usually talk about um, movies and um, how much I uh, hate some, most movies. Except you for Gemini, man. One of these days, one of these days, I want somebody to link their uh, fucking uh, Tinder account just to see what. Yeah, I have a professional uh, Tinder account now. It's where uh, I post all my memes. 
you swipe, you wipe, you swipe right, and then you just get some spicy ones. Nice. Mm. So, All right. yeah. So there's not really going to be an interview section, I guess, since, I mean, unless... No, you can yeah. interview me about movies. <laughs> I can talk all day. All right, so that said, let's get into the next section. Uh, we'll have Biggie take this away. Biggie. Okay, so this is obviously the section where we hop into YouTube and news of the, of, well, really of the last two weeks, if you follow the podcast. If you're new, this is the news section and the YouTube section. But uh, essentially, I believe this is your topic, Kuyo, about Destiny 2. Yeah, Destiny. So or someone else. So Mr. Green Goblin here brought it up, but... Destiny 2 recently went free-to-play, and I think we talked about this uh, a while back on the podcast, uh, about like how we were anticipating it going free-to-play. Now, I don't know anything about how it went free-to-play, but I do know that a lot of people have Destiny 2 on Steam now. The reason I bring this up is because it's kind of mildly related to Fallout 76. Now, for those of you who don't know... I'm literally the only person in my entire friend group, and literally anyone I know in real life that bought Fallout 76. <laughs> I mean, I sort of bought it, so I bought it, but I, I, I haven't played it since. But I've played a solid four hours of Fallout 76. Alright, so, <laughs> basically, the reason I bring this up is because Fallout 76 was supposed to come to Steam, like... A few weeks ago, like sometime in fall, right? But what ended up happening and something that a lot of people basically expect to happen is that it's probably not going to be coming to Steam for a long time. Oh, no. Yeah. So sad. (laughs) I'll never be able to play Fallout Battle Royale. (laughs) But yeah, no, it didn't come. And w- what I really wanted to talk about going into this is like the state of the game industry. So the th- the reason I-, I brought up all of this is because the whole reason that Destiny 2 even went free to play is because without Activision, Blizzard, the-, the giant evil corporation giving them money, they're pretty much doomed financially. And like looking at it from that perspective... The same's happened to, like, Bethesda. Because, like, they did this to Fallout 76 just to get money. And I can guarantee they're going to, like, slash the prices in half to get people on board. And then people are going to play for, like, a week, realize that the game isn't anything like any other Fallouts, and quit. Yeah. Well, because they're releasing unreleased titles. Like, like, they're, like, broken, like... Yeah, they never finish the actual work and they just release it. So, Rage 2 came out in May, and, you know, from what I saw, it looked pretty cool. So, you know, I bought it, and there was nothing to do, and the story was like, like, 13 hours, maybe? Jesus. It was really, really short. The full full $60 game. The full $60 game, side quests and all. I mean, there were only, like, a couple side quests. Yikes. But don't you know, worry. I think I've actually played Skyrim mods made for free that are longer than 13 hours. Yeah, but don't worry. If you buy the season pass, you can get even shorter campaigns. Whoa. Yeah, so 
I think that's a problem as of now where companies are just throwing broken games and saying, oh, don't worry, it gets better. Like, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Yeah, yeah, now. Breakpoint literally is broken. <laughs> yeah, I guess the title says it all. Yeah, no, so, you're like, uh, yeah, with Breakpoint, I heard that literally, the game is literally like unplayable at this point. Like, things yeah. will break nonstop, left and right. And it's like a failure in comparison to Wildlands. Yeah, but like, Wildlands was, yeah, it was broken, but it was like the fun kind of broken. But this game is like a whole nother level of broken. And, go, and then going back to game companies, a week before release, they said, oh, we're putting in microtransactions. <laughs> Thank you, just very cool. Let, yeah, just I mean, to let you know. Yeah, no, and you pay for the... You already pay 60 bucks for the game, and then you just end up paying microtransactions in it. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, it's... Yeah. it's and, and then, just kind of jumping to Fallout 76 for a second, there's a post that they made that they're bringing in private servers, but the private servers cost money. <laughs> and they also mentioned how they're going to be making their, like, in-game shop... They call it the Atomic Shop. Like, they're it's no no, no longer just going to be cosmetics. Like, they already started moving away from cosmetics. But like, it's like the Bethesda Club shit, like with Skyrim, like the Definitive Edition. Yeah, yeah, it's like the uh, it's like Creation Club, but even worse. Oh, come on. I don't understand why game companies don't get it through their fucking heads that. They're honestly killing the medium. The more you add microtransactions, the less gamers will play your shit. If you actually looked at a lot of trends, no, it's not even gamers. Like if you looked at a lot of trends, people are moving away from the newer games and going back to older shit that doesn't have this crap in it. Um, my friend and I have recently been playing uh, Life is Futile. It's the concept's okay, but there's so many microtransactions that we started off playing, and then we got to a wall where you either had to grind or continue playing. After a point, we just stopped playing the game, and now both of us are just playing Minecraft because it's free. God bless. And the mods are free, too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. And the thing is, like, if we want to do something in Minecraft, like, let's say all of a sudden in our survival world, I just decide, fuck it, I'm going to go into creative and just build a thing. Yeah. I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. The thing is, when you pay for a game... And then it has mod capabilities, and the and developers just say, "Hey, we don't want people being creative. We're just going to make we're just going to pay people to make mods, and then we're going to make other people pay for your mod." I think what- the thing that pisses me off the most about that is a lot of the games, like for instance, if you look into the game files for Fallout or Skyrim uh, Definitive Edition. All the mods are already installed in your game. All the creation club shit yeah. is already pre-installed yeah, in your so game. Stupid. Yeah, it needs and to get mods to disable like, it. Uh, th- th- yeah. The thing is, like, uh, for things like... Because uh, I play The Sims quite a bit. The packs that you have to spend... Mind you, almost the same amount of money that you it costs to buy The Sims per pack. <laughs> a DLC has a DLC in The Sims. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not only that, for those packs, they're in the game files. All it takes is one magic code, which basically you're given the money to unlock something that's already pre-installed. Like, with DLCs, like with older games, like for instance, when Skyrim or Fallout came out, 
uh, Fallout 4 came out, the DLCs didn't exist at the time. That, I guess it makes sense to pay to get that new content. But these quote-unquote DLCs nowadays are basically, oh, it's already in the game. You just need to give us extra money on top of the 60 bucks you already gave us to unlock shit that we already put in the game. Yeah. I mean, that's why I started moving over to indie games. And because, like, they don't even add microtransactions. Like, there's this one company that I absolutely love. They, um, they basically fund, um, in small developer companies, uh, Devolver Digital. They, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I, I remember seeing uh, their, like, E3 conferences. Yeah, Enter the Gungeon is oh, probably one of hot. my favorite. Yeah, it's one of my favorite games. And then I started getting. Did you just nut over a game title? Perhaps. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> this is uh other game. It's called Fury. And it's like boss battles. And there's like really cool music. And that's pretty good. But um, other than that, you know, there's like with Bethesda games, they're my uh probably my re- favorite Bethesda game I hate to call it a Bethesda game but the the latest Doom game that was really good <laughs> oh and yeah I, I, I hope they don't don't they you already know they're gonna throw microtransactions in Doom Eternal yeah, yeah. no didn't they you hear they it. yeah they delayed they it delayed for like six it. months so that's why they're gonna do it I bet you that's I, when it comes out there's gonna be microtransactions just for the multiplayer yeah, and like I remember, it, it, there's no way Doom Eternal is unpolished right now. I, I, there, like yeah. I'm betting my left nut once again that there yeah. it is not unpolished in the slightest. Because <laughs> like you've seen like the stuff at E3 and and uh, it looks beautiful. Yeah, it looks amazing. There's no way that it's unpolished right now. <laughs> I don't, maybe crashes yeah, um, and stuff, but one. One they thing I do want to point out is uh, something that uh, Kuyo pointed out in his video about uh, Bethesda Studios and how they've become more money hungry. Oh, you watched the video. <laughs> I leave a comment. Hey, okay, I watched the first five minutes. Uh, when uh, you were talking about how Bethesda, in and of itself, is losing track of what made them great, and I think that doesn't just go for Bethesda, but almost every major studio that's gotten very big in the last i want to say about a decade especially with these niche studios that used to make specific kind of content like for instance um uh let's say bethesda is the best example because they were known for their rpg but after skyrim they blew up to a point where now everybody knows bethesda it's almost a household name yeah but now microsoft's doing the same like they've been doing the same thing for a while they're like buying out Company. Yeah, yeah, they they're just bought like a crap ton of indie studios for the Xbox. Yeah, they bought out whatever. the people that made Cuphead, and what do you know? <laughs> well, I money. mean, it, you have to, you can't just say that the the original creators, the people that sold their company, well, no. name are innocent. Yeah, I totally they're quite that. guilty of it because they're more than happy to just sell out yeah. their title for a nice chunk of cash, even though they know what yeah. these companies are doing. Yeah, and something that we've talked about on this podcast multiple times. Us as the consumer, we are a lot to blame because we let this bullshit happen. I think you gotta keep in mind though too, with the with the especially with the indie developers in this case, that a lot of indie developers do not have guaranteed 
um, funding. And a lot of times the, the comfortability of a big name corporation like Microsoft or Sony or Bethesda, the, obviously the bigger publishers that are out there, if they come to you and say, hey, we're going to secure your funding, we're going to make it so you have continuous resources to pay your employees and continuously keep you like keep you going, that idea and that concept is a lot easier to love than simply just trying to be against the system in a sense. That, no, I understand that. You know, but there's also a level of artistic integrity, but it seems that more often nowadays people are just very short-sighted to a point where yes you could lose your ip you could just completely lose it through lack of funding but think about what would happen if a large company that is completely soulless takes hold of it and then just corrupts your product yeah like what happened to metal gear exactly you're, you're right but i, I you just got to see it in the perspective of people who don't have their jobs secured. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, with, you're an indie developer. Your job is not secured. At any moment, you're you could probably just lose funding for your game and get laid off. Yeah. Like, there was a whole issue with um, God, it was I can't remember. Oh, um, Cuttlefish, Cuttlefish Games, on them just completely screwing over the employees of a I can't remember which game it was, but they completely screwed over the employees. We talked about it on the podcast specifically. Imagine you are this developer that joins up with this publisher and then this publisher completely screws you over. Cuttlefish is not a big producer publisher by any means necessary, but like you completely got screwed over. The employees weren't paid for their work. Employees weren't given necessarily certain um, rights for like or credits for their work. They're completely getting screwed over for it and they're forced to work for free. And these people have families and these people need to supply for, you know, people they care about. And then you have, get, you have them getting screwed over. So in a sense, having a co- corporation like as 2k, like come to you and say, Hey, we, have a lot of resources we have a lot of money and we're willing to pay for you to make games that is a very enticing offer yeah no it's it's understandable because like i remember when uh because like if we want to talk about epic for a bit (laughs) the epic store uh (laughs) every episode every episode epic comes up the the epic store it's either epic or ea one of the two has to the epic store always like i remember they got a bunch of developers to come to them to have their games put on their market because i forget exactly which dev it was that like made the statement because they give you a baseline amount of money that is guaranteed for just coming over to their store. So like it's it's obvious why the developers are willing to sell their souls to like just get their game up there. Like with Steam, you're not guaranteed. Holy shit. Hi Scribe. Oh, 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 oh. He's here. He's here. What monkey man. I'm alive. Jesus. <laughs> Did you nut again? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Alright, boys, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be back. <laughs> change my pants. Sorry, I can't stay for long because there's stuff going on here, but um just stop in figure say what's up guys to the podcast. Hi uh, scribe. Hello, it's you already. special guest. So um we're recording <laughs> got banned in China. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna we talk about that. that uh, yeah. We're not gonna talk about China because we don't want to get banned. Oh, You've already I been know. banned. Joke's on you. Fucking call me fucks. 
Yeah, now I gotta cut out the word China. <laughs> you might wanna cut out commie fuck. Just cut out the entire section with scribe. Well, alright. Uh, we should where get back. We? Where were we? Micro Microtransactions and indie games. Uh, right. Oh, we're selling out. Later, boys. Yeah, see ya. Alright, all right, so, back to the, the scribe hopping in, but, like, back to what I was saying. In that <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think the whole reason that these these uh, these people even go to, because go to, like, big publishers and stuff is because they're, they're offered money that they can't get anywhere. Steam doesn't give you money for putting stuff on their market, but Epic does. So, losing your soul may be worth the money. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, because, like, giving it to Epic, like, yeah, kind of, when it comes to Steam, you're releasing a game and you're just kind of crossing your finger, fingers and you're just like, let's hope someone buys our game. So, and then, I, that's why um, I'm just going to mention uh, PAX East, that's where a lot of indie developers um, show off their games and, you know, that's really good advertising, in my opinion. But, you know, not a lot of people can show up to PAX, which is a limitation. So they try to show off their games. So because I've been to PAX and most of the indie games that I have on my Steam library are the ones I got to play at PAX. So, yeah. Yeah. So then kind of like circling back around to uh, the whole argument that we started with, which was going free to play with Destiny. And uh, yeah, I think just to sum it up, because we really do need to move topics, uh, yeah, yeah. Is, is just summing it up in general. Um, game devs need money. Uh, yes. And despite the fact that they get fun, they, they basically need to sell their souls, find a publisher, or they have to go free to play. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Any, anyone have anything else to add? Alright, moving on to the next topic. We have Fortnite 2. Well, you see guys, Fortnite was so good that they made a Fortnite 2. Simple as that. Alright, I figured we might as well throw this in there because it is, you know, gaming and YouTube news. Uh, I people, missed a black hole, man. People freaked the hell out when they thought Fortnite was never coming back. Um, it uh, sticks... Scribe, I'm gonna sticks stop you. <laughs> Sorry, Vicky, I'm gonna stop you right there. Five-year-olds freaked out. Five-year-olds well, I'll put it to you this way. Six million people watched that whole streaming thing that that Fortnite had. They get stayed in tune to it. And they um they had their I think it was on Twitch. They had like games you could play in the meantime while they were like waiting. And it was like over they had consistently over one hundred thousand people watching their stream in the meantime while it was like while it came up. Consistently. It didn't like drop in numbers like when people went to go to bed. It stayed consistently at over a hundred thousand people watching when it was down, and like, it's like really clever marketing tool because people loved it, and they're now going back to it. And like, obviously, Fortnite has taken a huge dip. They still, you know, make out have outrageous numbers in terms of people playing their game, but they've seen a consistent dip in their in their player base. So. Yeah added bots they added bots in in lobbies to to kind of inflate their numbers but yeah it's kind of crazy to think that they pulled it at the very very top they have to they pulled it (laughs) i hop (laughs) i hop the 
May I have You say that you're getting rid of something, and then everyone flips out, so then they pay attention to that one thing, and <laughs> then it comes back. But joke's on you, they just made a lot more money. So with the, the, the Fortnite thing, like, even I myself, a gamer and YouTuber, capitalized on this. <laughs> so I, I found out about it. <laughs> Like, literally an hour after it happened, I was in the middle of making a meme video. Are you right. a Fortnite YouTuber now? <laughs> yes. He makes Fortnite memes. <laughs> yeah, now I do. Hell yeah, it gets the audience. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, so so what happened is that Julio I was- sold his soul to the devil, and now all he does is So what happened is that I saw, like, like everyone was like, holy crap, Fortnite just went silent. There's no more Fortnite. Fortnite's over. And I was like, wait a minute. So I closed down my editor, and I and I looked like looked up Fortnite, uh, Fortnite going dark, or whatever, like Fortnite closing. So I saw the potential for a meme, right? And Fortnite, and, and I was like, Fortnite has a black hole. <coughs> you know what is potentially on the other side of a black hole, right? Or or at least for the layman, a wormhole. Even though it's, that's not true in the slightest, but. Most people think, hey, there's something on the other side of a black hole, but there isn't. So I was like, let's look up Fortnite black hole memes. <laughs> and I ended up making a video which, uh, about like traveling through the black hole. And on the other side is just Morrowind. Like the intro to Morrowind. I don't you know. Missed, I, I, you I, missed a potential opportunity to do to the put, Skyrim yeah, opening. No, no, I already did the Skyrim opening though. With like, uh, to win again, beat the, the horse dead. But yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I capitalized on it like a few hours before like the the thing was over. But yeah, no, it, it was it was definitely a good way of marketing. Like I got more views in like the first day than I usually get on a video. I mean, it kind of died after that because the Reddit audience has like the attention span of a little baby. But uh, it was it was fun. And that said, <laughs> Fortnite definitely knows what they're doing. Like. I was I, the the fact that people well, looking at it from the perspective of a little kid, when uh, it's a little bit of a story about my past. When my Minecraft world back in Pocket Edition, th th there's a seed called Neon on po Pocket Edition, like Neon Cat, and if when one of the updates came out, like it it completely was destroyed. Like the world thought it was all lava, and it was a bug in that seed specifically. And so, as a little kid, I was like, oh no, my life is over, my world is gone, all my time, all my work. And so, for kids who play Fortnite non-stop, imagine how it was like for them. Like, I... Get they, a hobby, they, you shrimp. Yeah, they probably thought their lives were over. Like, oh no, I can't play with my friends anymore, I'm gonna have to find a new game. And they probably didn't even think that far ahead, so like, they really probably caught the attention of little kids. Because little kids... Some little kids don't even play Fortnite, but they have, like, Fortnite memorabilia or, like, toys. So, by saying Fortnite's going away, in their you lifetime... they lost their Fortnite uh, girlfriends? Nah, Fortnite girlfriends aren't a thing. It's Roblox. Fort you can't have a girlfriend in Fortnite. It's, it's impossible. But, uh, unless there's anything else to add that someone wants to add... Uh, you want to move on? Yeah, we can move on. Alright, so, this is probably something that we all love talking about. Biggie, take us away. 
actually, I I heard about this and I had not actually looked into it. I, I saw the video pop up about COD quote unquote ditching loot boxes, but I didn't click on it yet. So I don't know too much about this one yet. And I was excited to actually talk about it. <laughs> I don't know whose event it was or whose uh, topic it is, though. I think it was Goblin. He suggested it. I don't, I don't know much about it, except for the fact that it is a thing. Uh, Mr. Green Goblin, can you give us some insight on this? Alright, so, basically, they said, Oh, don't worry, there's not gonna, there's gonna be no loot boxes. But, there's gonna be a battle pass. So, if you keep playing, you'll get things. But if you want all the things, you got to spend money on the battle pass. So. Wait, wait, wait. So what they're they're saying is they're offering DLC, but it's DLC that limits your ability to play the base game. Basically. That's weird. It's It's not even like you get you have to grind for certain stuff. Like if you want certain skins, if you want. Like, you know, certain... It's like pay-to-win shit, so... Like, oh, yeah, yeah, say, I, was, you want, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, like, you want this skin, you have to buy the battle pass, and you automatically get it. Or yeah, 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 you automatically like, get that tier. One of my friends was telling me about it. He's like, oh, yeah, the, you, you don't you can't, like, get skins anymore. You gotta buy them. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, usually you just get, like, gold... No- not gold Nova. A CSGO. You, usually you'd get, you'd, like, get prestige. Diamond yeah, you'd get like high up. You'd get prestige. You'd unlock a skin, and then because like yeah. I, because I got like all the gold stuff back in Call of Duty Black Ops and all that, and I'm like, wait, I just grinded that. I grinded out for that. What What do you mean I can't yeah. have it anymore? It's so stupid. And then like when they make it, you know, like you have to pay for it. it doesn't even feel earned. I think. And that's my problem with all of it. Like, video games are supposed to reward you, not, and they're not supposed to make you, you know, feel like, oh, I got it now. That's cool. Yeah, no, when I, I've, I've never spent money on things in game, except for on MMOs, but that's a different story. <laughs> but when it, when it comes to, like, other games, like, for example, League of Legends, because I used to play that a lot, I never, ever spent stuff on it, because I'm like, if I can't earn it in game, what's the point of getting it? Yeah, that's why I never spent money on loot boxes. All right. So if uh, any anyone has anything else to say about loot boxes, because I think we can all agree unanimously that loot boxes are utter shit, and uh, yeah, they they don't they shouldn't exist because like especially in Call of Duty where you're supposed to grind for everything, and adding loot boxes make sure there's no grind. But yeah, this it ruins me. the game. Just straight up, it ruins the game. Yeah. I mean, you were never- if if a, if a level one player, player gets access to a gun that somebody might have grinded for for like five thousand hours in game, they're automatically the same. Yeah, like- no, you could tell like in, in Call of Duty, you can tell if someone's good at the game because they usually have really good like skins and stuff. They're like, come on, man. They're doing it in single player games now, like with Devil May Cry Five. Oh yeah, 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 because I had a, and then and then Wolfenstein Youngblood also had it. I didn't, I heard it was bad. Yeah, no, I heard I it was like bad the too. Wolfenstein game 
games though. Those are good. Well, there was I know there's another game that they uh this is gonna I don't remember, but they did the uh Shadow of the Second Shadow more. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, Shadow <clears throat> the loot boxes in the game were over exaggerated. The Shadow War games are all like, oh yeah, loot boxes are really predatory. No, they weren't. They they say at the beginning of the game, hey, we have loot boxes, and that is it. They don't Anyways. force you to buy them. They don't force you to do anything. All the unique bosses you get, like, um, because like people said, oh, you only can get the good bosses from buying them. No, the unique uh, orcs you get are the ones that you spend time fighting and working with and like escaping or like the ones you develop a rivalry with because those are the ones that get the best personalities. I mean, and you don't they, get them from buying them. Didn't they take out loot boxes from it? Yeah, they took them out too. Yeah, because the, the, they the, didn't really do anything. I mean, I, but that yeah, but that also had it like, but it's getting more prevalent now. Now that, that yeah, you mentioned. but you see, everyone flipped out about Star Wars Battlefront two, and they Predator. got rid of them. I, I love they, Battlefront two. Yeah, it's it's really good now, but it's going. I, just, I still have a hard time believing yeah. Battlefront two could be good considering who owns the IP. No, it's a good game. It definitely yeah, is. Yeah, it's actually like, pretty good. That there's more content now. coming coming from someone who has played that game re- religiously. That game was really fucking good. But overall, with loot boxes, I feel like they're not going away because the gaming community at this point is all bark, no bite when it comes to it. So yeah. we all flip out, and then when the game comes out we get it anyway and we either ignore the loot boxes as a whole or or we just you know fall into the hole and just buy just buy microtransactions yeah no that's the thing though like people on reddit especially because everyone on reddit has tiny dick disorder (laughs) they're like they'll complain about it on reddit they'll like yell for like saying this is horrible it's predatory and then you'll meet the same people in games and they'll they'll be like yeah no i spend money on it i have a job i can do this okay you have a job you can do this but you're ruining the game industry by doing yeah. it you're just it's telling okay them to only spent five hundred dollars it's like people who buy into mmos like i've i've paid for dlc in mmos but that's it i, I don't do anything outside of dlc I feel like it's understandable for a mobile game because that's different. Yeah, because for mo- a AAA title. Yeah, with something you pay sixty bucks for and don't just get for free, it's definitely not the same. Yeah, you're paying retail price, and then they want you to spend more. And then mobile games is a whole different thing where they give you a free game, and if you want more, just spend money. But at least you're not spending sixty dollars initially for that kind of game. Yeah. You know? Well, that said, uh, we can move on to our next topic and probably the last topic you'll be here for, since you got to leave at four fifteen-ish. Um, I'm going to leave at four ten. Okay, four ten-ish. So, yeah, still probably the last topic you'll be here for. Blizzard, Hearthstone, and mind my language. Oh, shit. And we're locked in China. <laughs> oh, welcome back. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, um, for those of you who don't know, Blizzard owns a game called Hearthstone. And they recently had the World Championship 
for Hearthstone, and they were offering a very big prize pool. I don't know how much it was, but this guy named Blitzchung, who's like a Chinese citizen, maybe Hong Kong, I don't know, uh, won. And after the game, there was an interview with two casters that he had. And these casters were like... Actually, the interview opens up with him wearing like a gas mask, goggles, and he takes off the gas mask and yells uh, something along the lines of like, I support Hong Kong. And it was literally like like 30 seconds out of the entire stream. But in, in, in Blizzard, since they make all their money from China... <laughs> And we're like, uh-oh, we can't allow that. We're going to lose our ability to sell stuff in China. And they didn't give him his uh, his money. They were like, nope, no nope money for you. You're, you are suspended. No, originally he was banned permanently. Same for the casters. But then after the whole outrage about like, hey, Blizzard's supporting a communism or communist regime. Uh, let's stop supporting them. After that whole thing. People were, they were like, okay, we'll only suspend uh, the Blitzchung guy for six months and uh, suspend the casters for six months. I don't know what the casters had to do with this. They were like caught They, in... uh, I think it's because the casters were Chinese and they didn't do anything to stop him. Yeah, what are they supposed to do? Say, that's bad. Winnie the Pooh is going to make fun of you or he, he feels bad. <laughs> that would definitely ban in China. <laughs> The more you keep saying the country's name, the worse it is for us. Listen, we're already okay. down the hole. There's no climbing up. Okay, okay. fine. If we're, if we're already down the hole, can we just talk about how China is basically the ultimate uh, snowflake? <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, I mean, we're already down here. Why not? Yeah. China. <laughs> They're insecure. Just. Dear Chinese government, please forgive us. We love China big time. Yes, we love you so much. Don't we love you. Me. We love you. We love you a lot, China. We love you a long time. You good, China. So, you very good, please, China. Please uh, support us with your Chinese money. We need that. Yes, we Chinese need government, man. best government. Chinese leader, great and powerful. <laughs> We're basically yeah. doing the South Park apology right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but um, it's understandable in that Blizzard. You know, you know how Blizzard made the Warcraft movie. Yeah, it, it, it did terribly domestically. Blizzard made a Warcraft movie. What? Yeah, know this? No, I'm, I'm saying it like it. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. okay, good. Anyways, Not jokes yet. aside, uh, he the reason that the movie even passed. Actually, it was it was a huge success was because of China. And that's because China literally is key they have like they have their big meaty grip on the Bl Activision Blizzard ball sack. And, <laughs> and they're supporting It's not even just that. If you look at all media even in the USA, a lot of our media is dictated by Chinese taste. So anything that comes out of Hollywood has to pass in China before they even bother making. Well, they want it to pass in China. But well, yeah, but they're not going to make okay, two I th different. Okay, I think films. a very good example of it would be uh, with tr you guys remember Transformers, the one with the dinosaurs. What was it called? Uh, yeah, that movie made a bajillion dollars. Yeah, because they had it. they had like a famous Chinese boxer in there. They had like Chinese actors in there, 
and it was explicitly yeah. made for China. Yeah, and, that's how uh, the yes, company Transformers. Transformers, the Chinese. No, if, they're, if, they're basically like, oh, this movie's gonna suck domestic, <laughs> but don't worry, we'll make a bunch of money across the floor, uh, like bunch of money off of the foreign box office. So it'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. That was like the whole point of like them even making the movie. It didn't. It didn't need to exist. <laughs> they just made it because they knew it'd get a lot of money from China. I mean, and that's after that. The, um, the what Transformers Five bomb? Yeah, apparently. five. Yeah, I don't think they they catered enough to China. No. Okay, probably, let's be real. After the second movie, they didn't really need to make more. After the first movie. one, they didn't really need to. <laughs> let's be real. The second one only gets a pass because you know it still has Shia LaBeouf and uh, uh, the Megan Fox. Fox in it. Megan Fox, she's big famous actor. I mean, Transformers, <laughs> Transformers 2 does have the racial stereotype bots. <laughs> Classic Michael Bay and his racism. Oh, Michael. Oh, God. Classic Michael Bay and his funny, funny racism. <laughs> Alright, it is 410. I'm All right. A, I'm you have any? Smart. You have anything else you have to shout out or you want to say? Um. No, I just want to say thank you for having me, and uh, yeah. Nice. Well, it was a, it was a pleasure having you. I'll see you later this thank week. You. I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. No, see you. Gay lovers. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Perhaps. Maybe. Perhaps. It's, it's not official. <laughs> now we've been demonetized. <laughs> YouTube does not like gay people. Uh-oh, it's true, though. Oh, and this is my exit. Bye. All right, bye. Yeah, so I think we can get back to the topic at hand, which was Blizzard and Hearthstone. Um, Biggie, do you have anything to say on this? I want to uh, hear... No. Yeah, but I want to hear your political take on it. <laughs> uh, like, I haven't been following the whole thing too much because I don't really care much for Blizzard. But I do know, like, there is a lot of controversy going in surrounding the area. But like I said, I haven't really been following it too, too much. All right. That's understandable. What about you, Mr. Tox? Do you have anything else to add? We love you, China. Please give us Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) We want your Chinese gold. Thank you, China. Very cool. We love you long time. But yeah, um, I think we can all agree that it's it's pretty scummy. Um, China. Do you think chi- uh, Do you think they have like a filter that just looks for the word China? Yeah, they probably definitely do right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. So since we've already gotten this deep in, um, there's really no use in like censoring ourselves. Uh, but I think we milked this cow. We may we may move away from dead horse beating to cow milking. Um, but we've milked this cow dry. Uh, so let's move on to the next topic at hand, or at least... That's such a weird analogy. We've milked this cow dry. Yeah, so, cow... Yeah, I'm gonna have to censor that. <laughs> we gotta move over. Oh, you censor that, but you won't censor the whole China conversation, <laughs> the huh? China, The China conversation in the podcast is just gonna be a giant censored... Redacted, like, it's just redacted. <laughs> it's like, just a big beep, like, over the entire part. It's like Blizzard, Hearthstone, and mm, and like that goes on for like twenty minutes. <laughs> but yeah, um, we'll move on to the next section, which is whatever we want to talk about. Uh, talks, take it away. 
So, uh, we usually do this se- section every now and then, and we just go off on a rant about whatever we want to talk about. First thing I'm seeing here makes me want to kill myself because it's a terrible game that somebody decides hey, it's to not play that. for some reason. It's not that. <laughs> so why don't you take it away, Mr. I Play Terrible Games? So recently, um, do you guys remember the E3 from a while back uh, with Bethesda? All right, so Bethesda's E3 this year, um, it was definitely a hell of a ride. They did they announced two teasers for ga- games, but what the big focus of the E3 was was apologizing for Fallout 76. And the way they did this was by showing off a brand new DLC called Fallout 76 Wastelanders. And it did that. It was supposed to add NPCs to the game. And it was supposed to come out now like like literally in like a week from now it was supposed to come out but guess what happened it didn't it didn't come out <gasps> they, they canceled it until they, they, they're well they didn't cancel it they they actually rescheduled when it's coming out to january bethesda of bethesda earlier this year we're sorry <laughs> Surprise, bitch yeah, but like they've 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 moved it, and I think uh, when Green was here, he he kind of mentioned how it's probably to do with the fact that they want to add something to it that's just gonna make it more monetizable. Because I I doubt because from the state it was it was in in uh, like all the stuff they showed off, it looked like they had a lot done. So if they only need like four months, that's definitely not enough to add way more to the story. Or add way more because this was already in development before the game was out. How much you want to bet that this? Uh, the reason that they held it back is because they want to add microtransactions. They, they, to they're probably they're probably going to add more microtransactions get, in. And you get one conversation uh, reply to each like anything. Uh, you get one reply per, and you have to pay pay for the other four. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> for the luck. One, no, for the charisma one, you gotta you gotta pay for charisma. You have to pay for your charisma. <laughs> but yeah, um, on top of that, that's not. You do that in the real world with uh, Al. <laughs> see, see, in the real well, okay. I, I, outside of that, even that's fine. Wastelanders was canceled. It'll be better. It gets worse. The post that they sent out for like the, it's called Inside the Vault is their dev diaries or whatever. They mentioned how they're releasing private servers, and I did mention this a little earlier, but private servers, not peer-to-peer like we were all expecting, but hosted servers that cost money. That's fine, other games have done it, but this is bad for Bethesda, because they said it'll eventually be moddable, but what kind of moddability? Like, the kind that we see on console for PC? Because, like, PC play, like, I can understand on console, it's pretty cool that they can mod on console. But when it comes to PC players being forced to adhere to the same standards, even though we can have, like, way crazier stuff, I don't think it's going to be possible. But yeah, no, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty fricked. Also, I also mentioned this a little earlier, but they're going hard into the utility microtransactions. So no more cosmetics. Before, it was like one or two things here, but they're like, the overwhelming amount of people bought into those utility things they released. And I'm wondering, 
Which one of you fucking degenerates had to go and ruin it for the rest of us? What utility things? Uh, a, a, a so in Fallout 76, a lot of the gameplay revolves around scrapping your weapon and repairing it. I have played a total of four hours, two of which were trying to get the game to work. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I got your game working in the first place by turning down the resolution to like two. But yeah, no. Um, so I'm asking you know, because I have no idea what, what the fuck. You this know game. what I just picture though in this whole scenario? I just really picture Bethesda going, "Guys, we're sorry about this." And then as soon as it happens, I'm going, "Surprise, motherfuckers!" I'm kicking it <laughs> in the fucking door and just slapping the DLC out. We're like, "We're kidding, bitches!" And just. Oh my Bethesda apology. Uh it's a DLC. You gotta pay seven dollars for it. Yeah, no, it's God. it's it's you know, I would pay for the DLC. I honestly would. The their apology DLC? No, not the apology DLC. I'm talking about the actual <laughs> DLC. I'd pay for it. As long as they took out the microtransactions, but I doubt that. Anyways, on top of that, they've doubled down on utility microtransactions. Fallout 76's entire loop revolves around scrapping, repairing. They added repair kits, so you can pay to repair your items. Uh, they added in a scrap collector, uh, which collects scrap for you. And um, they recently added a refrigerator, because it's also partially survival sim stuff in it, which makes all the stuff you get like take longer to rot so they said so many people about that we're doubling down on it and i'm i'm just angry at the people who went out and bought this stuff like do you actually i can understand all the people who play fallout 76 right now are not my age there's not a single 20 year old out there year olds, <laughs> 12 year olds. no no they're not 12 year olds there's not a single person younger than 25 maybe even 30 who plays fallout 76 i know Wait, so because you're telling me so you're telling me the people that played the original two fucking fallouts three and new vegas are the dumbasses paying for yeah, this shit they are, if you hear their voices so, 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 so there's the no way they're young what fallout is so the people who know fallout are the ones betraying fallout pretty much we live in a fucking society <laughs> we live in a society get a load of this society <laughs> But yeah, no, it's I can tell by their voices because they're because the younger people don't have the voice of a 40 year old man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I've talked enough about Wastelanders and we're actually running out of time because we've gone over the time limit. Uh, Biggie, take us away with what you want to talk about. Um, So I'm going to do a very quick Star Wars rant first because I, I completely forgot all about this and I was furious about this. So. There is a new Star Wars comic that came out, and obviously Episode 9 is also on the verge of coming out in December, right? Well, in this new comic, they revealed that Emperor Palpatine was completely incapable of running the Emperor Empire and was completely incapable of managing it and was so bad at managing it that this woman that we never heard of was uh -oh. introduced, and she was the mastermind behind keeping the Empire afloat and keeping it alive and keeping it like organized and feared. Palpatine had nothing to do with it. Vader had nothing to do with it. They were completely uh, tyrants and that's what they were. Mainly Palpatine. And this just it pisses me off because it looks they like need to they <laughs> it's, 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 it's inclusion biggie it's inclusion <laughs> biggie, biggie you have to remember we're living in an age where we're living in a society males are evil 
and Disney controls your fucking life, and Disney says that unnecessary, um, extreme, you know, Captain Marvel shit is what goes for good Captain Marvel wasn't even a bad movie. They're just pushing that angle so hard. It wasn't, but the thing is, like, if you watch Captain Marvel, it's a decent movie. It's well shot and everything, but... The angle, there's literally a scene where she goes, oh, I was just being held back. And the song that plays when she rips out her stupid thing is, I'm just a fucking girl. That's the song that plays. I'm just a girl. What kind of message are you sending, Disney? What I'm mad at is they completely disregard yeah, they every rec- single bit of the prequels. Why are like, they retconning? It's just retconning for the sake of inclusion and the it's man bullshit. who orchestrated the Clone Wars, <laughs> led both sides infiltrated the senate and became a literal dictator the guy who killed the, the greatest jedi including yoda and mace windu that he was good until the end turned anakin to the dark side wiped out the That's... jedi in order 66 and, and killed then, not only that he killed the like... senate into thinking that the jedi turned on them is completely incapable <laughs> the sith are literally the people who are good at this kind of stuff they're literally good at manipulation I, and control like what the hell especially palpatine i i fucking i fucking lost it Oh. Oh, but yeah, that quick rant over. <laughs> it's okay. Disney owns your childhood okay. now. Um, but now uh, what I really wanted to talk about is that Bully Two has been canceled by Two K. Um, and Rockstar wanted to do it. There's a few devs that did want to go into it, but I guess there just wasn't a wa- enough uh feedback from her, like support for it, and so it got basically just canned and. Now we will never get a bully two ever again, which makes me really sad, because I like the first bully a lot. I'm just trying to think what a bully two would be about. Was so apparently they they did have a lot of concepts in place. Um, it would start at um, it would be you'd be playing as Jimmy again, and it would start it was going to start in his stepdad's, and it was going to be going into Jimmy's sophomore year of being at Bullworth and now running this kind of like school in a sense but it's also going to be like such a bigger world where it was going to incorporate um not only the school but like jimmy's like in like the town of bullworth but also like jimmy's like stepdad's place and everything around it too so it was going to be a bigger world and i was just really excited for it for it to just not exist now (laughs) okay i get we've actually gone way over our time limit but we still have the community round left so get to work boys uh like last episode, um, we're actually going to take some time to type this. That said, the audience won't hear it, so future me, please tell them about the questions. Future Kuyo here, um, uh, let's, let's get right into the questions. Uh, first question, I miss scribes, mans. True, I miss scribe too. Uh, second question, not really a question, but just something for us to do. Uh, China, but say it like Trump does. Uh, Mr. Tox can go first. China. China. Now you, 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 Biggie. <laughs> and <laughs> I compose myself. Go, I go, I go. Crack me up. China. <laughs> Congratulations, boys. We're now on the hit list of both the uh, Chinese government and the CIA. 
All right, question number three. Why are Argonians going to capture Marwyn? That is a lie. That is fake. That's not true. They won't capture Marwyn. They just won because we were put down and the inferior race... Okay, this is really weird out of context, but the inferior Argonian race will not win against the superior Dunmer. Boys, I'm about to make an exposed video on Kuyo, and I'm using that. <laughs> why Kuyo is uh, why Kuyo is a racist bigot who hates who hates all races? Look, Kuyo I white supremacists? Tri- Look, I've just triggered Kuyo. I mean, I mean, the community has just triggered Kuyo. <laughs> <laughs> us making it as the community. <laughs> the community has triggered. <laughs> But yeah, no, um, it's never gonna happen. I'll just, I'll just answer it for you. Okay, so that said, thanks for coming to the podcast, everyone. We're super over time. But, as usual, we're still gonna, we still did the meme thing. That was fun. We always do that, right? Yeah. Alright, okay, so, um, thanks for watching the podcast. Uh, we had a guest on earlier. His name was Green Goblin. He told us, he told people to go watch, go to his Twitter uh, I'll have it linked in, li- linked in the description below. Um, you guys know how this goes at this point. If you like the podcast, leave a like. If you really like this, subscribe and go check out everyone's channels, especially Big E, because he's the only consistent person here. Uh, but yeah, uh, thanks for watching. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>